So what happened to Dexter Morgan? It's not who I am anymore. He's out an explanation. But the only one is that his father is a monster. Matt Caldwell disappeared in the woods last night. I was hoping we could set up base camp here. Good evening. I don't want to spoil too much. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. <laughs> Remember in 2006... Before Breaking Bad, before all of these other shows, there was Dexter, starring Michael C. Hall. Now, I have to give a shout out to my friend from college, Karen. I know where you are at. I just want to give you some love. She recommended I watch Dexter. We were in college. We were in a report writing class in 2006. I think it was finals week and we were talking and she says you like six feet under and i said oh yeah i did she said you know the guy who played david michael c hall is on another show i said what already she said yeah it's called dexter you should check it out he's a vigilante and i went "Ooh," and i at the time, we didn't have Showtime. We, you know, you had, it's DirecTV, so you have Basic. And, but you have iTunes, and so I bought the first season on iTunes. Oh, my God. That was so awesome. And so from there on, I was a fan of this show. This is a wicked fucking show. It truly is. I do remember that during the 2008 writer's strike, they actually played a watered-down version of Dexter on CBS. Because it was part of Showtime, and Showtime was actually part of Viacom and CBS, and yeah. This is, oh, this is dark. This is psychological. It's noir. There's noir aspects to Dex- Dexter. Based on Darkly Dreaming Dexter by Jeff Lindsay. Developed by James Manos Jr. Yeah. Dexter is back. Dexter originally ran from October 1st, 2006 to September 22nd, 2013. It ended on a very strange note. And then... This year, I had heard about this earlier this year or last year, toward the end of last year, that they were going to bring it back. So it's Dexter New Blood. Yeah. It's back. I watched the first episode last night because it was available on Showtime's app. Oh, my goodness. The Dark Passenger Returns. Shall we say Michael C. Hall? First of all, Michael C. Hall, that he's a versatile actor. From playing, he was on Broad, you know, he did Cabaret where he played the MC, but he also played David Fisher on Six Feet Under. 
played David Fisher from 2001 to 2005. And then he he came back with Dexter. And Dexter... I mean, it deals with death, but in a different way. Damn. It was a good show. It was a really good show for the first few seasons. Here's a taste of it. Always tapping, always letting me know it's still in there, still alive. Tonight's tonight, and it's going to happen again and again. The night when a primal, sacred need calls to me. I've waited. It's time. Hello? Dexter, I need to go to an all-night pharmacy right away. I'm kind of in the middle of something. Whatever you're drinking, wait. Kids. Dexter Morgan, good suburban husband, happy father of three. On paper, anyway. You better be a cop. No, forensics. That was my favorite blood spatter analyst. Who are you? I'm the person who's going to keep you from killing any more women. Can give me a creep. You know that, Dexter? Yeah, I know. Sorry about that. What happened changed something inside you. We can do something to channel it. There are people out there who do really bad things, and the police can't catch them all. You're decent and good. I'm not. That was the first series of Dexter from 2006 to 2013. Lucky 13. With film noir. And yeah, it's it's in there. It's in there. The voiceovers. Always about the voiceovers. If you look at the early film noirs, such as Maltese Falcon, Big Sleep, Double Indemnity. It's all about the voiceover to tell the story. Even Magnum P.I. had a voiceover. There was a newer aspect to that that exists in television and in film. And with Dexter, ooh, it was dark. And I remember people that I knew knew I was watching Dexter, and they were like, oh, my God, that's such a dark show. Don't you watch any comedies? Uh, yeah, Californication. Because Californication would come on sometimes after, I think it was Sunday nights. Sunday nights, those were, that was the moment you watched Dexter. Okay. I'll never forget the 2009 finale. It was so shocking, so stunning. 
and how they handled it. Woo! You got to watch it. If you haven't watched Dexter, I encourage those of you to watch it, to get into the vibe. Okay. I remember I worked with someone in college and I'll give her a shout out, Tatiana, wherever you are. And we were talking about Dexter and I told her the premise for Dexter and she started watching it and she started reading the books. And so I I don't, I'm not a salesman. I don't do the pitch. I just said, hey, there's this really great show. If you can stomach it. Okay. Yeah. Dexter was such a moment in television history. I don't think people were truly ready for it. For how good it was. The final season. Oh, they've already got it. <laughs> really? Okay. Oh, okay. No, there. I was just looking at, you know, some gift ideas. Dexter was that show. It was that show. Yeah. There's so many moments. The fact that it's back is truly intoxicating. And Michael C. Hall, his performance is out of this world. And as I was watching last night, I just, woo! I was cheering. I was cheering. I had to pause it a couple of times because, like, oh my God, he's back been waiting for this for a long time I don't think anyone would have thought that he would it was going to come back the ending of the of the series itself was just so oh my god so crazy such a disappointment But the fact that he's back, okay, and at first I was like, okay, where are they going to go with this? How are they going to do this? Um, let's see. I'm looking for a clip because the thing is with these trailers, they tend to spoil some aspects of the the plot and I don't want to I don't believe in uh, spoiling it for any of you oh my goodness I'm I'm just happy that it's back I'm 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 at a loss for words that it's back Because the show, you know, in the early days of binging, I do remember binging. It was one of the seasons, maybe it was the third, to catch up with the fourth. Because the fourth was going to premiere 
the fourth was going to premiere. And, uh, yeah, let's see here. Here's Michael C. Hall talking about Dexter. Some questions that have been floating around, which are essentially, what the hell happened to this guy? Is there a problem, officer? I'm going to need you to step out of the vehicle, sir. I'm excited to show Dexter's evolution. Dexter's been away for nearly a decade. What kind of monster will he be? The fact that Clyde, along with Scott Reynolds and Marco Siega, one of our foundational directors, would be coming in, gave me that sense that there was a collective appreciation for the fundamentals of the Dexter DNA. To take a show and give it a completely fresh start and a completely new look was really enticing. This is all about blending in. It feels like a new dream and like a new nightmare. Oh, is he there? What is the problem? I kind of have a thing about blood. Dexter is in a fictional town called Iron Lake in upstate New York. Lifesaver, Jimmy. He, under an alias, has been able to cobble together an actual life. This is a man who's been working for almost a decade to change himself. Here, here. Mm -hmm. Dexter's as close as he's ever been to entertaining that he can have a real life. But as you can imagine, something's probably got to give. Take me to the we're going to pull away because some music starts to play. And copyright, copyright, copyright. So that's the cast and crew talking about Dexter. New blood. Yes, I. this is film noir month. Noir November. And there is a noir-ish aspect to Dexter that I can't stress enough. And my listeners know, if you've ever watched Dexter, think about it. And you know, Jason, I'm talking to you. You you know about film noir. And the voiceovers and the mystery and the intrigue. Now, if you've watched Dexter, you know. Tonight's the night. Tonight's the night. The voiceover. The intrigue. What's he gonna do? What's coming up around the bend? That is film noir. Film Noir, I talked about the women in Film Noir last night. Bacall, Stanwyck. There was another one. Ida Lupino, who also directed. But let's look at a list real quick. Ah. The Femme Fatale. The Girl Next Door. There's a lot of them. Some of the most notorious femme fatales in classical film noir is Miss Barbara Stanwyck as Phyllis Dietrichson in Double Indemnity, directed by Billy Wilder in 1944. Rita Hayworth in Gilda, 1946. And Lana Turner in The Postman Always Rings Twice, 1946. Here we go. Film noir is understood not as a genre, but an adaptable film style. As film scholar Raymond Dungnat points out, film noir is a point in film history, not a genre, influenced by German expressionism film. Hollywood took the aesthetics of the 40s and 50s as dark urban landscapes, fused with crime and mystery. 
How the women are portrayed in film noir help to fuel the narrative with plot twists, twists, and deception. Much feminist interest comes from understanding how the female form is being used and what represents Feminist theory within the context of film noir often seeks to understand themes such as gender, identity, sexuality, and relation to representation and power. Theorists and scholars explore both the problematic and beneficial implications to portray women in film noir. Now, if we go back to Dexter in the film noir aspect, you have Deborah Morgan, his sister, who is a cop. She doesn't have any voiceovers. She fits in the context of the series as someone who is unaware of Dexter's real side. This this was such a great cast. You had Lauren Velez, Michael C. Hall, Margaret Mondale, who was in... Um, the first half of the series, Julia Stiles, John Lithgow, hello, Jimmy Smits. It it was a tapestry of television at its best. And this was a time when television it came off as film. That it was better than the films that you saw in the theater. That says something. When the television series are better than the films out there. You've got The Sopranos. You've got Dexter. You've got Breaking Bad. These are epics on television. And what Michael C. Hall brought to the role of Dexter Morgan. Is truly astounding. Now, the season. What happened was the series, like all series. It started to dwindle. And I think that's where the show started to fizzle. That first season, okay, that first season is legendary. That first episode. Now it has that famous theme song, which is not in the first episode. But I want to play just a clip of the first episode for you. Because it has these words that we all know. And and like film noir, it's the voiceover. He's not speaking this in the car. It's the voiceover. So if we can uh, go over here to... Dexter.
hungry for something different now. That is a famous scene. Dexter premiered on October 1st, 2006. 15 years ago. Isn't that wild? 15 years ago. And here we are 15 years later. And it's a revival of sorts. I, I, I try to stray from that word revival. It's been done with many great series. And then the revival turns out to be really shitty. Can we say Will and Grace? Yeah. But in 2006, smartphones were on the horizon. We weren't really streaming yet. Facebook was not the dominant. MySpace was the dominant. You had all of these different things. And then in the midst of it, you had this show. Dexter. Michael C. Hall as this vigilante. And he lives by a code instilled in him by his foster father, Harry Morgan. So I, rec- I totally go back and watch the first seasons of Dexter and then make your way to Dexter New Blood it's return and it's and it's a good feeling to see a show like that return as always unpleasant dreams <laughs>